Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Crunch Time Coffee Talk with your host, the one and only Elizabeth Luna. All right, you know what time it is. We're back. Go stop by Starbucks, get your coffee, get your milk, get your tea, get your breakfast, get whatever the hell you about to drink today, sister, because we're getting started. And here's a message from our broadcasters. Ever wondered how to make a podcast? Yeah, I thought the same thing. I downloaded Anchor. It's free for everybody. Um, They have creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast. So it sounds amazing. Um, They'll even help you spread your podcast throughout the platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. um, And you'll easily make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. So put the coffee down. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a new season of the Crunch Time Coffee Talk. Um, This is season two, episode one. I'm ecstatic to be back, Um, but before we get started... I want to apologize on my stuffy nose, the way I sound. I am sick again, of course. Um, And also, I want to thank everybody, um, you know, the current listeners that have been committed over these uh, past six months um, and those who are tuning in here and there. Um, Thank you for 1,000 listens. Um, Oh my gosh, I'm shocked. (laughs) Um, So in this... um, I'm going to give like a brief description of what we're going to do, uh, what we're going to talk about in today's podcast episode, um, because it may not be for all of you guys, um, but it might be for some other listeners. Um, but because my podcast is based on my life as a mom, my life as me, a person, Elizabeth, um, but also in this season, I want to directly um, talk about my new adventure that I'm, you know, dipping my toes into, um, and that is pregnancy. Um, it's going to get TMI. It's going to be about things that they don't tell you in the books or on Google. Um, it's my, um, firsthand experience as a pregnant mom of second baby, you know? Um, so, Let's um, go ahead and get started on this episode. And thank you again for tuning in. And um, yeah. All right. So the first thing I want to get acquainted with is my pregnancy story on baby number two. Um, Yes, we already know the gender. You know, we'll go um, and I'll tell you guys how we found out that in later on episodes. But today, the main focus is how I found out I was pregnant. Um, okay, so for starters, um, because we're all grown ups here, I had um the Nexplanon, which is a birth control implant that was placed in my arm under my skin. Um, and so I had that for the last like six years, hence why there's no babies till now. Um, but the reason why um 
me and my husband decided to take out the birth control is because it was giving me a lot of problems. Um, I was having a lot of menstruation issues. Um, it was just a lot on my body. And so therefore my husband's like, you know what, maybe let's just take a break and we'll just see how your body does just being a normal person, you know, without the hormones, um, and all that stuff. And I was totally down for it. Like what? No birth control. I'm cool with that. You know, um, it was easy, you know, it was just under my arm. I didn't have to do anything, but I was always sick or, you know, like things happened with it that was like just terrible for me. And so when he suggested it, I was totally down for it. So, I went in um, to my doctor. I got it removed. Super simple. Took like three minutes. Um, they numb your arm when they do remove it. And so then it went like that. Um, and of course, you know, me and my husband are married. Babies happen. We knew that. Um, so we were just like, let got bygones be bygones and roll with it. Roll with the punches um, as any married couple will do. Um, so... Um, from there, let's fast forward to four months later. Um, I have not missed my period quite yet. Um, but I was telling my husband that I felt like I was pregnant, which was weird because with my first pregnancy, um, with my daughter six years ago, um, I didn't even know I was pregnant. Um, I was already like, two months pregnant when I found out and it was all new to me but for the second time around I kind of like had a feeling I wasn't exactly sure that I was pregnant um but I had a feeling um and so I told my husband I was like I think I might be pregnant but I'm not sure don't quote me on it just yet um so of course I took tests but they were too early um for anything to pick up but I just kept having this feeling like I am like I'm pretty sure that I am pregnant so um you know I kept taking tests every day which mind you pregnancy tests are not cheap <laughs> um which is good that you only get to buy it you know every time you come out pregnant which is not as often you know and so um, I kept buying tests I kept taking them they were coming out negative and finally I want to say like one or two days before my missed period, um, I took a test and surprise, surprise, there was a second line. Um, and it was a lot, a different feeling this time than it was last time because last time I was 19 years old, um, almost 20 years old when I found out I was pregnant with my daughter. Um, I was living on my own um, with my husband, we were just barely starting out in adulthood, you know, everything just happened so fast. Um, and so this time it was a little bit different. Um, I did, um, I was shocked, but I wasn't because like I said, I kind of had a feeling I was, um, but I was a little nervous to tell everybody like if I was like a teenager again. Um, and so, um, I told my husband, I was like, there's the second line. Um, and he already knew, I've already prepared him um, that I could potentially be pregnant. And he had a freak out, like, I want to say like 
the week before I found out I was pregnant, um, he was like, oh my God, we're having a second kid. What are we going to do? Um, you know, like every parent's overwhelming thoughts. So, um, after I took the test, I was like, okay, so I'm pregnant. All right. So, but then I wasn't convinced just yet. Like most of us women are not, not convinced. So the next day I got up, um, early in the morning and I took another test And so, again, this one was a little bit darker, more noticeable. Um, And so this was like one day before my missed period. And so at this point, I knew, okay, I'm definitely pregnant. Like I'm for reals, for reals pregnant. Um, I was nervous. Like I said, I was nervous to tell everybody. Um, I wasn't so much excited yet, Um not quite yet, just because of the fact that I, it it really didn't hit me, basically, um, and so, um, so then from there, I had to wait till my missed period, because I did call my doctor, um, and back up, back up, back up, um, I missed a very crucial part, the reason why, I thought that I could be pregnant was because um, a week before that um, or the week of that I could have been have missed my period I was no, starting to notice that my breasts were hurting really bad um, and it was to the point where like it, it, my bra was hurting it I would take off my bra and then my shirt would rub against my boobs and I would be like practically in tears because they were so sensitive. Um, and so I was so concerned, um, because I was like, okay, well I took a test. I'm not pregnant. So there's something wrong. Um, and there was like a lot of like prominent veins that were showing. Um, so I was just really concerned. And so I went to the doctor, um, and she did a breast exam and she, you know, poked and prodded and she's like, I don't see anything wrong. She's like, it could be that you're not wearing a proper bra. And I was like, but I'm wearing the same bra. Like I would have had pain before. There's no way, like, like, I don't know what the heck is going on. So I was a little, I was a little worried that since I wasn't pregnant, then something else had to be wrong. Um, and, you know, I do know a friend um, who got got um, sick with a terminal illness. Um, she is such a strong person, um, but she had, you know, um, an illness in her breast. And so that's what I, you know, <coughs> excuse me, that's what you automatically kind of resort to. If you're, if I'm not pregnant, then I'm, then there's something seriously wrong. So, the doctor's like, well, we're just going to do an ultrasound. Um, and then from there, we will um, see what it says. And because I went to school um, for ultrasound, I was able to look at the, the screen. Um, I didn't tell the ultrasound tech I was an ultrasound tech. Um, but I looked at the screen and I was like, okay, this she's not measuring anything. She's not doing anything of any concern. I was like, and when she was pushing down on the spot, I was telling her that's where it hurts. This is exactly where it hurts. And she's like, okay. And so she was, she was scanning it. Um, and I looked at the screen and I was telling my husband, she didn't measure it. She just put, you know, color on my vessels to make sure nothing 
um, was abnormal from the screen. And so I was like, there's nothing wrong with my breast. I was like, so what the heck is going on? And so then that led me to, um, uh, call the advice nurse line because again, like a couple of days later, cause they did prescribe me ibuprofen, which I didn't take. Cause I was like, man, if I could be pregnant, I don't want to take it and jeopardize anything, you know, with the baby. So, um, you know, a couple of days later, it's just like 10 times worse. It's unbearable. I the call the advice nurse line and she was like, look, you are either pregnant <laughs> or there's something wrong and you should be seen tomorrow. So then I called the nurse with my um, physician, my, my main provider or whatever. And the nurse says she concurred that I'm either pregnant or, you know, there's not much we could do since they didn't really know what was wrong with my breast. So to keep taking the ibuprofen. So I was like, okay, fine. Um, and then now we fast forward. I take a pregnancy test and voila, explains why I had the horrible breast pain. Um, and so, um, yeah, so then we found out we were pregnant. Um, we kind of waited until my first appointment with um, an OBGYN just to make sure that everything was good with the baby. There was a strong heartbeat. Um, so when I think I found out I was pregnant, I think I was like six weeks. I was like super early pregnant. Um, and so it's, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. It's a <clears throat> lot different than what it was with my first, um, my first child, um, I was two months pregnant, everything was already going, so it was a lot different, um, to find out so early in the second pregnancy, so, um, like a month later, it took me like a month to get into the doctor, just because that's when they had their appointment, my authorization, you know, so on and so forth, and so I finally show up to the doctor, um, and I, I'm going to just tell you guys right now, um, TMI, I hate, I hate, I was the most difficult patient, you know, the first time. I love the kids, but I hate the pregnancy part just for the fact that they have to, you know, poke and prod you and it's so uncomfortable. And so I don't do well with all that stuff, like pap smears and stuff like that. So, um, of course, my first, um, uh, appointment was I had to get a pap smear, uh, and I had to be checked, um, just so they can, you know, make sure my cervix is closed, nothing's of any normal, uh, anything abnormal, they checked my chest, everything looked fine, my thyroid, I was good, um, so the doctor was really nice, I loved him, uh, my sister-in-law actually referred me over to him, so I really enjoyed him, I had a lady doctor last time, and I didn't have really a good experience. Um, she spent more time yelling at me than she did actually being my doctor. So from there, after I was done um, being checked, which mind you, my husband was with me. Um, and so when I was like hollering, not yelling, but I was just like, ow, it hurts. My husband's like looking away, like, okay, I'm just not going to look. Um, he couldn't see anything cause he was in the corner. Um, that's where the chair was, but he was just kind of concerned, like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's just what happens. So 
From there, I got referred over to the ultrasound department because they just wanted to make sure that the pregnancy was viable. Um, Since everything was checking out on my end, they wanted to make sure the baby was looking good. And so I went over to the ultrasound department, um, got an ultrasound, and there, there it was, like a little pee a little speck of baby um, with a very beautiful, strong heartbeat of 165. Um, and so, yeah, there, there's a baby coming. Um, my due date is June 26th of 2020. Um, so it's going to be a summer baby. And we were, I was excited. My husband's not like a huge like pregnancy person um but I will say that he's gotten a lot better than what he was before um you know his state of mind was a lot different before we were younger he had just turned 21 um and so things like that wasn't really like the first thing on his mind so this time around he's a little bit more involved just for the fact that you know he's older we have one child already so he kind of knows what to expect in the sense and so uh, we got our pictures and then from there um, we decided you know that weekend we were going to go visit our family kind of tell everybody Um, so we tell everybody and it's out in the open and that's that (laughs) Um, but as soon as excuse me as soon as I found out I was pregnant I immediately started showing And I mean like showing as in like I had a baby bump, a very noticeable baby bump. Um, And so I did the same for my pregnancy with my daughter. I had the same um, baby bump in the sense everybody says now, you know, with this pregnancy, I'm bigger than what I was the first pregnancy. But honestly, I am thinner this pregnancy, um, although when I first became pregnant with my daughter, I was only 140 pounds. Um, my stomach was flat. I was thin, no boobs. <laughs> um, this time around, I am. I was 172, and I have just gained it in my midsection, in my belly bump versus in my thighs and everything like that, which is good for me. Um, So it makes it easier to be able to go through the pregnancy um, because I don't, I didn't gain as much weight so fast. Um, So we tell everybody they're excited um, to welcome another baby into the family. And so we tell my daughter, she's super excited um, to be having a sibling. And then um, it, it still kind of hits me. Like, not so much that I I was, like, we're really having a baby. Um, But it just, it it really, I know that I was pregnant and we're having a baby. But it just wasn't, like, I I don't know how to explain it. It wasn't, like, surreal. It it felt surreal for me, I guess you could say. And so, um, you know, even though I heard the heartbeat... And I know the baby's healthy. Um, I was just really worried. Like I know a lot more now going through medical school and just being a parent all in general. I know a lot more things that could happen in a pregnancy than I did when I was pregnant with my first child. So um, I was a little concerned. I was just worried. And so um, 
as the weeks go on, um, my symptoms that I experienced was nausea um, and a lot of fatigue. I was so exhausted um, and very nauseous. Like I could not even cook meat because I was going to throw up. Um, There was like we had this burger joint down the street from our house and because like you know when you when you grill burgers they leave like the the line of the grill and it kind of tastes like the grill just the taste of it oh I I could never again eat that plate (laughs) excuse me (coughs) I could never ever again eat that place because it made me nauseous um and so um so the time went on um, I was about, so officially, I know I'm all over the place, but I'm trying to think of everything all at once to just kind of put out there so you guys can know my experience firsthand. Um, but when I got my ultrasound, it put me at exactly seven weeks and four days. Um, so my due date did line up June 26, 2020. So everything was looking good. Baby was measuring on time. Um, and so... That was my first appointment. My second appointment, I believe I was 12 weeks because so far I've only had two. I'm supposed to have a third one um, this coming Friday. And I will be uh, 17 weeks. I'll be 17 weeks. So I had one at 12 weeks. Um, Didn't get checked, but the baby did get um, the fetal Doppler where they put kind of like this microphone on your pelvic region, like your bikini area. Um, and they kind of try to find the baby's heartbeat. And of course it was again, strong. It was about 160, I think, or yeah, 160. Cause the doctor said as the baby grows, the heartbeat will go lower, um, to kind of stabilize. Cause you know, they're so small. So their heart beats a little bit faster. Um, and so then I had to get my blood work done, urine sample, um, which wasn't too bad. It's just the fact that I had just already went pee at the doctor's office. And then I went to the lab and they're like, oh, we need a lab sample. So I was like, I mean, we need a urine sample. And I'm like, oh, I just went pee, guys. Like, really? So, um, so yeah, so that was my last appointment. Um, and so, so far... I've just been really, really exhausted. Um, lately, the weeks now have gotten better. Um, my nausea got, my nausea kind of went away at ten weeks. Um, and I'll elaborate more as each, you know, podcast goes on. I'll kind of tell you weeks so and so to so and so how it was feeling. Um, and because I am already so further along, I'm 16 weeks currently, um, basically just a summary, um, week seven to 10, I was nauseous. And then after week, and I was tired after week 10 passed, I had a good week of just terrible nausea that whole week. And then 11 week hit 11 to, I want to say like, 14 weeks, 15 weeks. Um, I've just been really exhausted to the point where I do one chore, like clean my bathroom or fold laundry, and I am done for the day. I have to sit down. Um, I get very exhausted. I get very winded. 
And um, if I don't sit down, then if I do too much, I'll start to spot. But it's not like a concerning spotting where there's like blood that's like super red. Um, it's normal. Um, it That's my body telling me, okay, you need to sit down. You're doing too much. And that's that. So, um, so that's what I do. <laughs> that's how I know that I'm doing too much. Um, so I try to take it easy every day. My husband really helps me out. Um, because he sees how, um, this pregnancy is a little bit more painful than the first one. Um, and what I mean by that is that I can definitely feel, um, the baby kind of like moving. I haven't felt the baby kick yet, um, because it's too early. Um, normally that's felt at 18 weeks. So I still have about two more weeks to go. Um, but I definitely feel like the baby's moving, like the baby is turning in circles and just uncomfortable and just twisting and turning. Um, so it, it I could feel it a lot more. So it's a lot more painful for me. Um, so my husband does help out a lot um, when he knows that I'm doing too much and he's like, you need to sit down, relax, rest. Um, so then I'm like, okay, fine, fine. I don't listen half the time, but I'm like, okay, fine. Um, my whole thing is that I just felt like these past 16 weeks, I have just felt useless. (laughs) Um, it's just so hard for me to even make dinner because I'm just so exhausted. Um, and a lot of my family members are like, it's not that you're lazy. Um, you are growing a baby and that takes a lot of work and trust me, to tell you guys, it is a lot of work. And so, yeah, so, so far, um, uh, when I turned 16 weeks, I will admit that I haven't been as tired. Um, I do get, um, like, I'm not tired to the point of, like, I'm, like, falling asleep basically on the couch. Um, but I am able to do a little bit more than I was before. But now I'm experiencing, um, it's called round ligament pain, which is um, basically your body's way of letting you know that your belly's stretching, your uterus is growing, and the baby's growing, um, which is great, but it is so painful. Just to let you guys know, like, um, it happens like right under your belly. Um, and so, yeah, you get like these, these surges of pain. Um, and it's not like, oh my God, I'm going to die pain, but it is like, okay, I just need to take a minute and sit down and just breathe because it does hurt. Um, and that's one thing that you're just like, what the heck is, what the heck is happening today? Like every week is a new week. Like I am seriously surprised of what happens every single week and how my body changes. Um, I will say, though, my hair has been luscious. My skin has been great. Um, so that's good for my first pregnancy. Terrible. I was so just ugly. Like, my skin was so ugly. My hair was so dry. Um, it was terrible. So it's kind of weird, um, you know, seeing the difference between the two pregnancies. Um, but I will say that um, when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, this pregnancy is going to be a boy. I feel like this is going to be a boy. So I kept telling everybody, every half my family said, it's going to be a boy. My husband's family's like, it's a girl. And we're like, nah, 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 it's a boy. We were convinced it's a boy. 
Right. So um, my sister, which is aka my little cousin, um, she was having her quinceanera, her 15th birthday um, on June 4th. So we went down that Friday before because we had to go get our stuff. Um, we had to um, kind of spend the night because it was going to be a long day the next day for us to drive because we live so far from um, the town where they held it. So uh, we get into town. I schedule what is called um, a, it, it's an elective ultrasound. So my next ultrasound, which is my fetal anatomy scan, which is when they measure the baby's legs, head, brain, make sure everything is looking perfect. And then in that scan, they'll give you the gender, which is supposed to be done at 18 weeks. Um, so I'll be getting that done next week. But because I am impatient and I want to know the gender, um, I scheduled a 3D, 4D ultrasound, which is an elective ultrasound you pay, um, which the prices aren't really bad. It was like $40 um, and I got like a couple of pictures. I think I got like six pictures, um, black and white, of course, which is fine because I am okay with the 4D, but my husband's not. It like freaks him out. But um, so we go and on Friday we have the appointment. Um, I was told to drink lemonade or drink something sugary like orange juice to get the baby going. And I did. And so I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I kind of did because I've seen it on other pregnant women when we scan them. But because I went at seven weeks, that was my last ultrasound, um, I didn't know what to expect. I was I was kind of nervous to be to be honest because um, at this point I don't really feel I can't confirm if the pain that I feel you know in my lower abdomen is the baby moving or is it just because you know my stomach stretching all these things that I just don't know. So a little nervous. We took our daughter because we wanted her to be the first one to know the gender, um, as well as us, and my mother went with us as well. So, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Ow, sorry. I do have, I'm like currently experiencing the brown ligament pain, and all I'm doing is sitting on the couch. Um, so, um, so we go into the ultrasound, and we lay, I lay down on this comfy bed. My husband sits on the couch. My mom's on the couch. My daughter's on the couch. And it's like a big, like, screen monitor, kind of like a movie theater. But, you know, the room is big, but the seats are just couches. So, um, we get to that point, and she puts the gel on my belly, and there, voila, there is a baby. There's a very big baby, um, in my belly, which is, you know confirms my a thought of how big that this baby got. So um, she was scanning, she was scanning, and she's like, you know what, I, I just keep seeing this because the way the baby was laying is the baby's head is on my left side. Um, and she, or he or she, is kind of like the long way. And so head is on the left side, feet are on the right side by like my hip bone. And so she was like trying, the, the ultrasound tech was trying to um, move the baby out, like the bottom out from my right side. And so boom, the baby moves and it's declared that it's a girl. 
Um, we were shocked <laughs> just because, like I said, I was telling everybody, I was like, it's a boy, it's a boy. I feel it, it's a boy. No, I was wrong. It was a girl um, right there. She's showing us her goods, and it was a girl, um, a beautiful baby girl. And so at that moment, um, I was excited still. I was just a little bit shocked still because I thought it was a boy. Um, but as the days go on, we finally come home from everything. Uh, we have the pictures. We tell everybody. And then I am just like, you you kind of feel like you just you fall in love with this little baby you know, even though you don't know how she looks, how, you know, what she'll be kind of thing. But I just walk by, we have the pictures on the fridge and I walk by and I'm like, oh my God, you know, we're having a baby. Like we're having another baby, another girl at that. Um, my daughter is ecstatic. She cried, uh, which was shocking, but she cried. And my daughter was the only one that said, it's a girl. It's a girl. I know it's a girl. Um, and so, <sighs> excuse me <laughs> um so my daughter's the only one who said it was a girl so as um she was crying she's like oh my god I knew it was a baby sister um as I was telling my daughter see um you were right the baby was waving and I was like look she's waving at you and she was so excited she was just like it was exciting to see my daughter get to experience the ultrasound because she's seen it in live view. The baby was moving. The baby was kicking. Um, and she was excited to see it. And so, yeah, it was really exciting to go through with both of them. Because the first time around, of course, I was pregnant with my daughter. Um, secondly, my husband could not get off work in time to find out the gender with me. So most of my first pregnancy was kind of done by myself because my husband was always at work or he was away um so this time around it's kind of like um a little more exciting because yes I'm older but you know we're doing it all together as a family um so it's really exciting to see my daughter excited um, my husband was just like another girl um but he was excited he he wrapped his brain around the thought of having two girls now so so, so far, that's what's been going on. Um, week 7 through 16 have been exhausting. Nausea, um, smelling things were making me kind of nauseous too, like gag. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much what has been going on with me. Um, that is why I have been so MIA the last couple of months, just because of the fact that I um, found out I was pregnant right before Halloween, and after that, I was so sick, so tired, and I just, the thought of just even moving just was not, not in the books for me. Um, so that's why, um, as I had time to think, I was thinking, why not make a new season, um, a new chapter in my life where we welcome baby girl, um, number two to the family, to the Crunch Time Coffee Talk family. Um, I will say that I can no longer... Um, not that I can no longer, but the reason why I stopped recording in the beginning, um, is because I was so sick from drinking coffee. I could not drink hot coffee. I still can't drink hot coffee. Um, I'm back to drinking frappuccinos from Starbucks. Um, not regularly because coffee is bad when you, 
it's not that it's bad, but it's not recommended for you to have every day um, when you are pregnant. So I have it once in a while. Um, and when I do have it, it's normally a Starbucks Frappuccino, but it's decaf um, just to make sure that I don't, you know, get like tons of coffee um, in my system because the baby gets all crazy when I do that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm so excited to be back. Um, I've missed you guys. Um, I had my rocky moments, um, as you could tell from my last episode, um, my season or my last episode, episode 20, I did have, um, a little bit of a moment where I felt like, well, I'm starting over again, but then also, you know, my career and stuff like that. Um, and honestly, from then to now, I've learned to kind of just let it go. My anxiety has been gone. Um, I've kind of like feel like honestly, like being honest truth to you guys. I honestly feel like the the hole that I was missing or that I wanted to um, fulfill was the baby. And I know that sounds cliche, um, but... I feel like this baby has has kind of helped me um, as a person, mentally, um, emotionally kind of thing. And so, yeah. So, it, my, my mindset is a lot different than what it was back in November when I recorded the last, mess, uh, the last um, podcast episode. Um, my view on things have definitely changed. I'm excited. I'm ready for this baby to come and be here in June. Um, along with that, we are moving. Things are transitioning in my life. 2020 is definitely going to be the year of changes. Um, and at first, I was not excited because I was like, it's just another day. It's another year, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I'm I'm really excited to see what this year has to bring for us. Um, and yeah, so... Um, I know this this episode is very long all over the place, um, but I just kind of wanted to kick off this season with that kind of, <coughs> sorry, let you guys know um, where I'm at so far in the progress of my pregnancy. Um, and yeah, so I just want you guys to know that I hope you guys have an amazing 2020. Um, I'll probably recording my episodes if I can weekly so I'll probably do one once a week um and kind of just go from there and just see where it takes us and I hope you guys enjoy this new season um and thank you for joining me on this ride and um till then we'll see you in the next one bye